to allow for abortions through the first month after the baby is born. The legislation proposed in the Maryland Senate will allow babies to be left to die for as long as the first 28 days after birth. So this bill... So, hi, this is Hurricane Ann, and welcome to Wolfpack Radio. I'm so happy to have you tune in to this very disturbing episode, and sorry that I played the wrong clip. But as y'all know, I'm not really good at the studio. My former partner, Joseph, was, and he just happens to be with us tonight. So we get a divorce, uh, radio divorce from host and hostess, but we're still BFF and still partners. How does that work? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, we're I just wanted to go out and do some uh, investigative journalism and some uh, Anon stuff, you know, so – we're still uh, – uh-huh. I still consider us sister groups, brother groups, sister brother groups. But, uh, Joseph, thank you so much for tuning, uh, coming in tonight and co-hosting with me. I think Russell should be in in a bit. Uh, my other co-host, Patty, has uh, some major water breakages at her house right now and is living in an absolute nightmare. So Uh-oh. We wish her luck. <laughs> That's not right. Good. But <laughs> – Hello, Ann. Hello, Ann. Hello, Ann. Hello. Hello, Ann. You there? I got kicked off. Yeah, I'm here. Hello. Well, sometimes they don't want us to talk about but, things, and we get booted and booted and booted. You know how that goes. That happened every right. time we had a little Finnegan on our show, remember? So anyways, uh, before right. we beat us, hopefully we can get a few things in. I don't know where I was at before we got cut off, before I got kicked off. But uh, I had um, really worked hard to make a uh, a uh, clip for this show, and it looks like I had downloaded the wrong gum one. And I would have swore that was the right one, though. <laughs> but apparently it wasn't. Right. So – Great story of my life, but now I had to reread it all again. And it's so hot in this house tonight. I'm curious. I can't work out in my studio because I'm having a lot of trouble with internet. And I heard that a lot of people uh, have a lot of trouble with internet. So buffering and different oh, issues. You're and lucky we're having a, You're lucky we're having a snowstorm right now <laughs> up here in New Mexico. So we're we're like freezing and I got the heater on. <laughs> so. But uh, I tell you, some of the things that I'm hearing is very disturbing with this. And I do remember that bill that Maryland had uh, tried to pass. In fact, I think they tried to pass that. You're talking about Virginia. You're talking about Virginia. Or mm, Virginia. Yeah, you're talking about Virginia. Yeah, it was all the way up to, you know, after they were born, and then they could make the decision. Mm -hmm. But this one, this Mm -hmm. one goes beyond that. This one goes up to. A month. And I'm going to go ahead and read you this article that I had already 
recorded three times. Here we go again. Let's see. But it's really good, so I really want to read it to you all because this is from Olivia Summers, who is an associate counsel with ACLJ. And uh, there's a petition on her web- on the website, aclj.org, where you can go on there and petition about this bill. And you're just going to be horrified when you hear this whole article. So the, mm-hmm. the article is dated in March. Uh, Titled, Maryland Legislator Considers Sick Bill That Could Legalize Impicide Up to 28 Days After Birth. The Maryland legislative session is in full swing, and once again, abortion advocates are pushing their radical abortion agenda. Recently, we told you about the testimony we presented against Maryland House Bill 1171, which is tempting to codify Roe v. Wade in the Maryland Constitution. Now, we're preparing mm-hmm. to submit testimony on Maryland Senate Bill 669, also known as the Pregnant Persons Freedom Act of 2022. At first glance, this bill looks like it simply changes the word woman to pregnant person and then prevents a pregnant person from being investigated or penalized for terminating or attempting to terminate her own pregnancy. But we are well aware that abortion advocates consistently package what they sell as benign when it's truly lethal. In this case, as we are prepared to point out in our testimony, the bill also proposes a revision of the fetal murder manslaughter statute that would serve to handcuff the investigation of infant deaths unrelated to abortion. In other words, this bill will effectively legalize infanticide. The exact language of the bill states this section may not be construed to authorize any form of investigation or penalty for a person dot 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 experience a dot 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 perinatal death. Related to a failure to act. In other words, mm-hmm. a baby born alive and well can be abandoned and left to starve or freeze to death, and nothing can be done to punish those who participated in that cruel death. The bill also includes a section that would allow a person to bring a cause of action for damages if the person was subject to unlawful arrest or criminal investigation for a violation of this section as a result experiences a perinatal death. Thus, according to this bill, if a baby died because it was abandoned and the police investigated and eventually arrested the person responsible for the baby's death, then the woman could sue the police and get monetary damages for having been investigated and arrested. And it gets worse because the language that is used without clear definition, the bill could prevent any investigations into the death of the infants at least seven days after birth, their birth and may extend to infants. There is no clear definition in the term Perinatal in the Maryland Code. Note, the term used in the legislation is perinatal, not prenatal. Prenatal naturally means before birth. The medical definition of perinatal is vastly different. The perinatal period is defined in diverse ways depending on the definition. It starts at the 20th to 28th week of gestation and ends one to four weeks after birth. Now, I want to be very clear here. Maryland has a safe haven law. This law prevents… Any person who leaves an unharmed newborn, not more than 10 days old, with a responsible adult with the intent not to return for the child shall be immune from civil liability or criminal prosecution. So if a woman in Maryland doesn't want her baby after the baby is born, she's already immune from criminal liability for leaving her baby as long as the baby is left in a safe manner. So there's absolutely no reason Mm -hmm. for Maryland Senate Bill 669 attempt to prevent someone… … who mm-hmm. lets their baby die from being investigated. 
This bill just further discloses the complete lack of regard abortion advocates have for innocent human life. If they truly want to protect life and women, then legislators could simply extend the length of the safe harbor provision already in place. But that clearly is not the goal. We've already seen through New York's abortion through birth law and the former governor of Virginia's horrific comments about how in a late-term abortion, the infant would be kept comfortable on the table while they decided the child should be allowed to live. The abortion industry continues to push bounds of just how far it can go to kill babies. Now, as we prepare to submit our written testimony on March 15th opposing Senate Bill 669, you can take action to sign our petition so that we can let the Maryland legislators know exactly what the public thinks about their agenda. And if you are in a Maryland resident, please call your state senator and let them tell them to oppose Senate Bill 669. Now, there was an update posted by uh, Olivia Summers yesterday, 3922-2022, says thanks to our legal advocacy and to our friends at Maryland Right to Life who directly shared the legal analysis we prepared with the sponsor of the bill, Senator Smith is removing the perinatal language from SB 669 and is delaying its hearing. However, there is an identical bill being pushed by the Maryland House, HB 626. We will be submitting written testimony today on HB 626 and oral testimony at its hearing on Friday. The fate of HB 626 may directly impact whether SB 669 ever makes it to a committee hearing, which is why our testimony is so important. Mm. So, wow. What do you think about that? Kind of sounds like a sounds like a, a similar bill being passed here recently where a mother can drop a baby to a safe haven like a police station, fire station, stuff like that and no questions asked and everything. But it's disturbing to see that they're willing to what kill that, a murdered child. If, if that child is murdered after 30 days, there is no investigation. There is no charges and no mm-hmm. investigation. So what that's saying is if you want to bloodlet this child, sex traffic this child, take out the child's organs, sell each one of the organs, sell it to cannibals, you mm-hmm. can do whatever the hell you want to do with this child, including mm-hmm. obviously fingerprints for all these illegal docu- uh, illegal aliens. And there's no charges and no investigation as to where this or how this child mm-hmm. died. This mm-hmm. is sick. And it's sick, and it's satanic, actually, if you look at it. I mean, this is pure evilness, and no matter how you look at it, I mean, these far-left radicals, Democrats, are all about satanic Satanism and everything, and this is what they thrive on, too. And also, these body parts and stuff that they're harvesting are used for scientific experiments, like with Fauci's, and all. When recently that came out, that he was using fetal tissues for these vaccines, okay, and everything. So, just say jab. We don't want to say that he word. I don't want to get. To so this is like this is this is like. Murder, first-degree murder, that's not going to be investigated, which it should be investigated, because any time a doctor or any hospital murders a child, they need to be put under investigation. That's doing harm to a human and everything, but, wow. <laughs> it, it, you know, and a lot of people don't understand. Digging, digging. 
Go ahead. So I was digging deeper, and I was, as I was digging deeper into what you're talking about and everything, you know, this builds also uh, trying to be passed up in D.C. as well and everything. But they now they want to add, and this was from the CDC. If you don't believe me, you can go to the CDC website and check it out. They are saying now that people with disabilities, like children with Down syndrome and everything, they need to be eliminated at four years old. That's another bill they're trying to pass. I'm sorry, you cut out for just a second, and I missed missed what you – what was the bill? This bill – they're trying to pass a bill up in D.C., and everything, like I was saying, if, if nobody believes me, you can go to the CDC website and check it out for yourself and everything. Because they were saying that children with Down syndrome needs to be aborted at, even up to four years of age because they're taking too much uh, of the medical, you know, and everything and stuff. And, it's, and they're a nuisance. And I did get backlash over that. Yeah. You know, well, there's just the backlash over this for me. You know, and this is a satanic, mm-hmm. you know, anybody who thinks that this blood and these abortions and killing these innocent babies is not satanic. I'm reading on here where it says in a dis- desperate attempt to overturn the state uh, Supreme Court's decision that allowed Texas heartbeat law banning abortions past six weeks, the satanic temple declared child sacrifice ritual performed through abortion or an official ritual of the satanic temple. There you go. What more pressing need? That's what these, you know, it's like you and I were talking about earlier, Ian, is that these satanic temples and everything use these children that are crossing in from the border, okay? And they use these children, once they're done, they kill them, and they harvest the organs. That's what they're doing here with this abortion bill. They're going to harvest those organs from those babies and sell Just that. They have so many different uses before they even get to the organs. You know, it's so bad. That's why I rated this. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I mm-hmm. wanted to read this other article. And it's uh, I, uh, Right to Life magazine. But it says, uh, abortion is a blood sacrifice to Satan. And uh, this is what is the name of the article is. I guess the magazine is right to Life New Zealand, but I don't see it. I don't see who wrote it. But it says uh, from the beginning of time, civilizations have offered up human sacrifice to Satan under the name of Baal and other names. Sacrifices have been part of world religions since the dawn of recorded history. Without exception, the deities of all the religions of the ancient world demanded blood sacrifices in their honor. The Egyptians, the Babylonians, mm-hmm. the Greeks, and the Romans, the deities of pre-Christian India and of the continents of Africa and South America all required that their adherents offer what we call human sacrifice, generally the sacrifice of children. Mm-hmm. Satan is a murderer and a liar. He has always demanded human sacrifice, and he still demands it today. Abortion, the murder mm-hmm. of innocent children in the womb, is now almost everywhere. Satan has an intellect superior to any human being, and he has deludes both individual and our society and in general concerning the true nature of abortion. Once convinced that abortion mm-hmm. is a choice, 
that they have the entitlement to make, then a woman becomes the second victim. We do not fight flesh and blood, but the principalities and the powers of the end of the world. Today, the temple of Cabal are or are abortion clinics. The priests are now abortionists, and the medical table has become the altar. It is a ritualized sacrifice on the dogma called choice. It is truly satanic mm-hmm. when helpless women are deceived into believing that abortion of their child is freely given as their choice. Isis, the ancient goddess, wife of Baal, demanded child sacrifice. Her name is honored today in the abortion industry by having the New Zealand company iStar LTD named after her. iStar LTD is a so uh, – hang on, I got to call this. Sorry, I'm a little bit sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyways. He goes on to talk about this one company, and I'm not going to read all that. And then it says, Satan has been uh, spectacularly successful in firstly created, firstly greatly deluding, and then organizing immense support in the community for abortion. He has successfully silenced most of the churches. He has deluded many of the medical profession who now unwillingly support child sacrifice. He has deluded the legal profession, the judiciary, the media, and now parliament. Where individuals are reluctant to support abortion, he has generally succeeded in silencing them. The sacrifice of innocent children is an abdomination in the eyes of God. History reveals that God punished severely those nations that engaged in offering human sacrifices to Baal. God will not be mocked. Will we too draw, uh, draw down on ourselves the wrath of God by Ken Orr, spokesman for Right to Life? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good article. Mm-hmm. It speaks the truth. It tells the truth. You know, what, we were, what we're saying and I mean, all this is satanic. It's all connected to that, and it's disgusting. It's very disturbing that you know that people, that humans are okay with that. That's the disturbing part. They don't think you know that they want to fight for abortion. They want to murder. You know, also adrenochrome is also used from these children. That's where they get it from. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Well, they are. I'm like I said, these people are sick. It's a proven fact, and it's going to be proven even more so to the world, all right? That these people are so sick. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, well, you know, there's QAnon conspiracies. That's just a QAnon conspiracy. Well, first of all, spirit cooking and adrenochrome is not a QAnon conspiracy. That came from mm-hmm. research done from emails that were leaked in WikiLeaks with the Clinton and Podesta mm-hmm. emails whenever it was found mm-hmm. in connections with Maria Abrakovich and um, uh, Marina Abr- – how do you say her name? Ab- Abrakovich Abrico- – Ab- Abramovic. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> there it is. Abramovic. I got mm-hmm. it. Sorry. I was having a little tongue tied. By this time of night, I'm so tired. You know, I've been taking my sick baby. He has the flu, and I, he has had a high fever for four days. I've been just chasing him around since seven this morning, and I am working <laughs> for asshole. So is she is she the one that's involved in spirit cooking? Yes, and so she is. Spirit, she's a witch. Mm-hmm. She's a witch. She's a demonic. I think obviously a priestess. And I've actually been working on a video uh, about these Los Angeles witches. But she was the one that once the the WikiLeaks came out. And there were these emails to Tony and uh, John Podesta back and forth about Marina wants to have dinner and blah blah blah, spirit cooking and all this stuff. Well, people started thinking around, going, mm-hmm. "What the hell is Marina? You know, what, what's going on with spirit cooking?" Well, mm-hmm. it was 
it was just right there in the wide open. So, I mean, the minute they Googled her name, all these videos popped up. Mm-hmm. And in the video, she's got a little child effigy in the corner while she's painting the walls with blood and chunks of looks like meat and riding on there, you know, cut your finger, you know, feel the pain, mix it with morning rain and semen and breast milk and blood and, and you know, you anyway, she's talking about this recipe basically that uh, from Crowley, you know, and and they did a spiritual cooking, mm-hmm. which is this is the blood, what Jessica talks about, like it's called like came from the thing of the cakes of light from Crowley, in which it has the blood, the semen, mm-hmm. and all that good nasty stuff all in this uh, these cakes have preferably a sacri- uh, sacrificed child, the blood of a sacrificed child. In these cakes, and Satanists are supposed to eat these every single day, according to Crowley, in order to keep the evil up. So that means that every single day they have mm-hmm. to have this, these cakes with blood in them, you know. So we started researching. So QAnon says, "Oh, it's a QAnon conspiracy." No, it's freaking not. It's a WikiLeaks mm-hmm. data. This is a fact, okay? They're having spirit cooking dinners with Ramkrits. But the disturbing thing about it was once we started digging around and investigating this spirit cooking and John Podesta. This stuff was wide open for everyone to see in the whole world, front page, and if you archive, like the art section, front page of these newspapers. I think it was New York, big news, New York newspapers. Um, the John Podesta, the brother, was shown there with his art collection, and he has statues of Dahmer's mm-hmm. headless last victim hanging from his ceiling. And, you know, mm-hmm. John Podesta, or that was Tony Podesta, and John Podesta has, you know, is sitting there doing this one interview, and behind him is a picture of these. I guess, I can't remember if they were doctors or what, but they were and they were cannibalizing, eating the patient, you know. And so then we started looking around at all this uh-huh. known artwork for the Podestas, who were real famous for their artwork. And every single one of these pictures included cannibalism and pedophilia, and it was just sick, you know, sick demonic crap. Yeah, dead kids and everything else. Yeah. And then what else? Were you we know, what's surprising? Conspiracy theory? I don't think so. Uh-huh. And what's surprising is. is Everybody went after Epstein, but they never did go after Podesta. That won't touch him, you know. And if you remember, there was a little girl, I think, I can't remember if it was in the Philippines, somewhere in the Philippines or Hawaii, I believe, where she was kidnapped out of her room, and she was describing her kidnapper after she was found exact, exact, exactly like Tony Podesta. I was there day with something like Madeline Albright. Yeah, something like that, yeah. It was a little girl. She was like four years old. I could see her face right now. And, yeah, they had pictures of the people who took this kid, and they're identical to John and Tony Podesta. Mm-hmm. People are sick, and they're demonic. And so, you know, everybody gets uh, cute a hard time or analyze a hard time, and they don't understand that um, that – this movement, or whatever it was, you know, was infiltrated by feds and, and trolls and everybody else to come in and spread this information to pretend like they were anons, to make people think they were crazy, you know, and to make the whole movement look bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, Antifa is burning down Portland, and you know, you've got Nancy Pelosi and everybody in there screaming in the in the house about save us from QAnon, stop QAnon, you know. They're burning down the, well, the the cities and all that. Why would they want to shut mm-hmm. us down so much if all we are is a conspiracy? You know what I'm saying? Then they made it. It says movie. That was all a bunch of bullcrap. And if you are listening, that Austin guy was not to you. That's bullshit, okay? Excuse my language, but this is radio, so I can catch a point, too. Anyway, right. short, short, 
uh, we get blamed for a lot of this stuff, but you know, in reality, uh, this this stuff is is the deep state doing it. It's not just a conspiracy theory, you know. And mm-hmm. this stuff. Well, I have to watch from, okay, let me finish talking about. Right. You talked about the spirit kicking, but we didn't finish. So anyway, so Abrina, uh, Marina Abramovic kind of so much trouble with that word tonight. Is doing the spirit. <laughs> so they're witches. They do blood ceremony, blood sacrifices, child sacrifices, and also. One of the things that's been going on too, like I talked about these art pictures, is cannibalism, and that is a real thing. They have a cannibal club in Los Angeles, a cannibal club in New York, and this is a real thing. And so it's really they sick. They also have one in Ukraine, and it's really sick. It's mm-hmm. really sick. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what they do uh, also is they use the blood for to get high on, but the blood has to be uh, adrenalized. So what they do is Good. they Basically, torture children. Uh, so a lot as I can. Go research adrenochrome. Go to YouTube and type in adrenochrome in movies, and you're going to pull up this movie. This about I think it's about ten minutes long, and it has all these little clips from all these movies for the last thirty years that you've all watched, that I watched, that everyone's watched. And in all these clips, they show you they are sitting here talking about adrenochrome. That it is adrenochrome. It is the blood from children. It gets you high. Blah blah blah, over and over and over. They've been saying it right in front of our face, and we never mm-hmm. even, we never even caught it, you know. And so, uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's a real thing. So they, the, the bad thing is, is they torture. They have to torture these children to let the chemicals uh, in the adrenal gland uh, let let loose of these certain chemicals that go into the bloodstream, which is, you know, makes the blood where they can get high off of it, you know. And so they use these children mm-hmm. for that. They use it for sex trafficking, and like you hit on a while ago. One of the biggest ones, probably for a big money here, is organ harvesting. And, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of times these children are kept alive, or they take this part and then take this part and take that part, you know. And just mm-hmm. like they're kept alive, cannibals. Cannibals keep these kids alive. I don't know if y'all have ever watched cannibal movies or how it works, but they keep them alive. They amputate parts of the body, they cook it, they eat it, and they keep these people alive so their meat is fresh. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible, mm-hmm. sick, sick crap, you know. And so what the hell – and, then, and you know, they're going to do this for up to one-month-old babies? Don't think mm-hmm. that this is really just letting these babies die. This is sick, and this is only mm-hmm. – this is sick. This is like letting all the criminals out for COVID, you know what I'm saying, when they knew that these criminals were going to – what they were going to do when they got out, you know? It's sick. They know. Of course, there's big, there's big money in it. That's how they, they make their money and their profits off of it, you know? And, and everything, but the other tricky part is half the D.C. is involved in this. Your politicians are involved in this. Don't believe me, look at the names that are, that are in that list. Right? Crazy. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's everyone. It's It's like we literally... It's like I was brought up, you know... Christian. Even Hollywood. And I, I truly believe I truly Hollywood. believe I truly believe that we lived in God's world. That's how I was raised, you know. This was God's world, you know, mm-hmm. raised up with the Garden of Eden and all the little children's book story books from the Bible and and it was only and I've mm-hmm. been a theologist, I've studied the Bible, but it's like sometimes God just hides certain things from you till certain times, or you just don't. I don't know. You think you understand everything, and then you realize you mm-hmm. understand nothing, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> right. Right. Years ago, when I was doing Alex's homeschool, and we were doing a breakdown of the Bible for her homeschool, and all the way through, she had to read every page of the Bible because that's how we wrote in this house. And uh, and when we were reading uh, when the devil was tempting Jesus, you know, in forty days, and tempted mm-hmm. him and all that good stuff. As we were reading it, you know, it's like he's on the highest tower of Jerusalem or whatever. He's looking out saying, now I can give you all of this to rule, all of this. And I'm like, wait a minute. How the hell can he offer Jesus that to rule if it's not his to give? Mm-hmm. Which implies that this is Jesus, that this is the devil's domain, that we are the interlopers. I didn't well, I didn't the thing on that. On just how, he, how much control he had here, you know. This is his domain. Oh, right. No wonder they hate us so bad. And here's the, the trespassers. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, here's the thing on that, and if you look further back in Revelations and Timothy, you know, in the Bible, it explains that the demons and Satan and all them will walk on the earth for like 20 years and never create all this havoc that we're seeing now. I mean, we're seeing it as deceit, being deceived, being lied to, being, uh, you know, I mean, all this. All this is satanic related to that, even that abortion. It's all related to it. And, and in the Bible, it said the only way that Satan can do this is if God gave him permission to do it. That's the only way. You know? Do it free will. And. Uh, and it's it's scary what we're seeing in these times and days, but you know it's I mean I mean a lot of us can see through it, understand what's going on. A lot can't because of all, because of the confusion and everything. But right now the deceived we're being deceived big time, you know. And For real. And it's and it's sickening to see how easily. These children are caught up. You, you know, God said in, in Revelation 15, pray for the children. You know, and this is probably what he yeah. means by praying for the children. Right. Because he knew. I thought, oh, go ahead. No, go I mean, ahead. he knew. He knew that children of the earth is going to be, you know, tortured and is going to be in this predicting it, and we would forget about it. Mankind would be like, oh, it's okay. It's all good. And it's not good. It's not okay. Yeah, I wanted to read you uh, just this little first part of this one story. Uh, it says, abortion is a satanic sacrifice. Former high wizard uh, wrote, excuse me, I'm on the air. Toronto, Canada. <laughs> Zachary King, a former high wizard and in a satanic church who converted through the miraculous intervention of the Blessed Mother, says abortion is a spiritual battle that must be fought with spiritual weapons. I know abortion is a satanic sacrifice, King said at the Conference on the Spiritual Warfare organized by Toronto-based uh, Servium Ministries. Why is the devil intent on killing the unborn, he said. Satan does fear certain things. Innocence is one. You can't get more innocent than the baby in the womb. King, who is blind as a result of diabetes, told 800 people at the 8, October 28th conference of his remarkable journey to the Catholic Church. Uh, he mm-hmm. says he was raised in a Baptist home, and King was addicted to magic at age 10, sexually assaulted by a woman teacher at age 11, and formally joined a satanic coven, and so did so to the devil at age 13. 
three months before he turned 15, he assisted in his first ritual abortion, where the objective was to get blood on his hands. At age 21, he was in a satanic church as a high wizard, one of the only few in the world who and who are rumored to be handpicked by Satan. By the time he converted, mm-hmm. King had assisted in 146 abortions. Every hex, we used an abortion, he told the conference. The bigger thing that you request from the devil, the more you have to do for the devil to get it. A hex requires an aborted baby. Mm-hmm. There you go. And two, I think, too, what this is, the abortion is about, too, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's also because, you know, we know that Christ is going to be born. So maybe this also, too, this is their way of boarding the babies to kill Christ. Because they don't know who or when he's going to be born or who's going to carry it. Maybe this is part of that, too. But, <clears throat> wow, <laughs> it's, it's just very disturbing. It, it's just, just me every time I see it, you know. And, you know, what's amazing is, you know, I just got through doing that Disney video, right? And in the video, I was actually mm-hmm. talking about how Disney didn't have an ID because he had a fake birth certificate. And that Hoover gave him fake finger and uh, lifted his prints and put him on record and gave him a fake ID, you know, because he didn't have an ID. Well, mm-hmm. what do you think? There's not a lot of difference and with that and what they're going to be doing with these babies because they're not going to waste a single – these babies are just going to be – Supported by the parents within 30 days, uh, 30 days, like, like we just went over the social, mm-hmm. what they're going to be using them for. And make no mistake, they don't waste a single bit of these babies, and their fingerprints will be used to create identifications and birth certificates and fake ID for all oh, yeah. radical Muslims and oh, yeah. jihadists and ISIS and Taliban members that are here, all the army from Venezuela and everybody else that's here. Mm-hmm. All these illegal crossings, or, or, you know, if there are borders and stuff. Oh yeah, that's basically that's you know. I said again, it's all for the money, all for the money dollar too. You know, mm-hmm. horrible. That's just really uh, horrible. Mm-hmm. Really, and, you know, I mean, it makes me just want to almost give up on the world because I just feel like, gosh, you know, what's this world mm-hmm. coming to? And then it said that while, right, uh, yeah. while this was going on, Go ahead, Senate, uh, in, in February, in the end of February, Senate majority, it's the headline says Senate Majority Leader Schumer pushes vote on bill to make Roe versus Wade permanent, regardless of upcoming Supreme Court decision. And he said that uh, uh, it's a dangerous new law, a uh, piece of legislation that would make abortion the law of the land. So. Well, of course. I mean, he's, his name is on top of that list. Did you know that? His mm-hmm. name is on Podesta's list and also on Epstein's list. Him and uh, who else? Who was it? Him and Nadler and Adam Schiff. Yeah, they said that this proposed bill, H.R. 3755, is also called the Women's Health Protection Act, and it essentially prohibits mm-hmm. individual states – from enacting any restriction or safety criteria on abortion going forward, and it would invalidate previous uh, such measures by by states. That includes blocking them from requiring life-saving measures 
such as hospital admitting privileges, mm-hmm. informed consent, sanitary standards, waiting rooms, and more. And they also went to write, it's ironic that they would title the bill Women's Health Protection when it would actually prove deadly not only to untold numbers of defenseless babies, but to the health and safety of mothers as well. Imagine removing all traffic oh, signals, speed limits, and seatbelts and calling it the Motorist Safety Protection Act. This bill is further proof of that do not actually care about women's health at all. Oh, yeah, of course, just, and that's how, Satan, that's how Satan hides things. He hides, he hides the truth. That's how, that's how that truth is hidden. They disguise it. Women's health protection. And I don't know what happened uh, when he went to court uh, a couple weeks ago because I've really had my hands full. I haven't had a chance. I, I didn't even know about this, to be honest with you, until yesterday. Mm-hmm. But the article I was reading, uh, and this is still part of the article from this ACLJ, it says that's not stopping Senator Schumer and the radical left from trying to strip away states' individual rights to set their own laws on abortion and forcing them to let abortionists kill babies. The bill would essentially gratify – uh, Roe versus Wade across the country, even if the Supreme Court overrules it in the monumental Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization case it is currently deciding. Clearly, the abortion mm-hmm. lobby is getting nervous, considering how the Supreme Court has repeatedly denied attempts to overturn the pro-life Texas heartbeat law. Perhaps abortionists, since the winds of change, turned against them. Now, according to the language of the federal bill, since 1973, the Supreme Court repeatedly has recognized the constitutional right to de- Determinate a pregnancy before fetal viability and determinate a pregnancy after fetal viability where it is necessary in the good faith medical judgment of the treating healthcare professional for the preservation mm-hmm. of the life or health of the person who is pregnant. But once again, mm-hmm. we call upon anyone to show us in the Constitution where it says anyone has the right to kill an innocent, unborn baby, period. Yet the bill goes on to further the abortion distortion that abortion is essential health care and one of the safest medical procedures in the United States. And the article goes on to say, mm-hmm. safest, according to the Guttmacher Institute, the abortion industry-owned research arm, nearly 862,000 precious babies were aborted in the United States in 2018 alone, denying them the God-given right to be born. I suspect they might take issue with the word safest, and the number is reportedly on the rise, especially if pro-abortion officials like Senator Chuck Schumer and President Biden have their way. Further, we recently detailed mm-hmm. the Supreme Court just uh, how dangerous abortion actually is, not just for the unborn children but for the women involved, thoroughly debunking the myth that abortion is somehow safer than childbirth. This horrific bill has already mm-hmm. passed in the U.S. House of Representatives by a slim vote. 218 to 211. The ACLJ is taking action to vigorously oppose it in the Senate. Unborn babies need our voice before it's too late. We just sent a critical opposition letter to Senator Majority Leader Schumer and Senator Minority Leader Mitch McConnell urging the Senate to carefully Mm -hmm. consider the constitutional flaws of this legislation, respect the judicial process that is underway at the U.S. Supreme Court, and refrain from usurping the legitimate legislative authority of these states. The letter also made a point to mention out that although the U.S. Constitution says nothing about abortion, it is very clear in its support of the right to life for all Americans. That is why our letter demands that the Senate vigorously oppose the U.S. Constitution's charge that no person shall be deprived the right to life. To simply put it, that is their job as elected officials. Abortion has never been and will never be a constitutional right. We must continue to fight to overturn Roe v. Wade. And taxpayers supported abortion on demand and defend the right to life for all people 
including newborns. And that was written by Jordan Siculo, who's the executive director of the American Center for Law and Justice, the ACLJ. So y'all go check that website out mm-hmm. if you want to find out anything more about this, and be sure and sign the petition there and support these people. They're doing a really good job at the ACLJ. And so, anyways, I thought those articles were really well written and fascinating. You know? Yeah. And on it. Yeah, they are, and you know, and at least we got somebody in there that's fighting this, you know, too, and everything. But this is this is highly disturbing because this is all of all levels of the Democratic Party. You know, and everything, and people that support this. And it's just like, wow, you know. But I know some structural rituals as well, like with some Native American unions that practice this, they kill their firstborn because they think they're going to get, get power from it. So the same thing with satanic rituals. They feel that they're, they kill the firstborn or kill a child that's innocent, they're going to gain power. That's why they do this and everything, too. But imagine how many how many children are murdered every day in these satanic churches and stuff, you know, through human trafficking and, and stuff. It's, it, it, would, it, would, it would blow everybody's mind if they knew the exact numbers. And, you know, I was reading something else, too, and um, there's this article that has the 10 most terrifying tales of uh, organ trafficking. And there was this one uh, in 2004, it says Sisters of the Brazilian Mission, Service, Servants of Mary, Immaculate, and Mozambique, I don't know how to say that word, reported they had uncovered a large organ trafficking ring operating in that area. The nuns claim they had spoken to who had escaped the ring. He showed them evidence of murdered children with missing organs. The nun said that in addition to selling the organs for transplants, the traffickers sold the children's reproductive organs for use as magical charms. Mm-hmm. There That's you it. go. Just what I said. Yep, and I just said that too, didn't I? And so far, power. they said that no, uh, the, the police said they, they found no uh, evidence of that ring, and, and so far, Nothing's been done about that, by the way. Oh, of course not. Again. They're going to look the other way, you know. But it's sickening. It's sickening and disturbing. But, but again, this is all for power and for money. They don't, they don't care. These politicians, if they care, they would actually do something, but they don't care. It's all about the money and power. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I was on. I keep forgetting on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I keep talking to you, and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm on mute. But it's, you know? uh, it, yeah. it, it is. It, it's disturbing, you know, and, and and everything. But it's it's like, oh my gosh, you know. But again, this is like the article said. You've heard that one person you read. This is spiritual too. It needs to be followed on the spiritual level, which we have been doing endlessly, you know, and, and stuff. But I cringe every time I think about it. <laughs> 
uh, here was uh, one of uh, the Oregon things they were talking about uh, Ukraine. They said that in January 2003, undercover police in Italy were working together information on drug trafficking when they received an incredible, incredible, disturbing offer. When speaking with three Ukrainian women, one of whom was a pregnant prostitute, they asked if they were inquire if they were interested in acquiring her five month parcel. But the undercover mm-hmm. officers weren't given the chance to simply buy the unborn child. They had to bid on it. The initial asking price was fifty thousand, but the police weren't euros, but the police weren't the only ones who showed up to bid. Apparently several others came to try to buy the child for its organs, particularly the heart and liver. Sadly, this implies these were the parents of children in need of an urgent transplant. And the price went all the way up to 350,000 euros, which was the bid placed by the police. The baby was born on May 9th. It was handed over to the undercover officers, at which point the women were arrested and the other bidders were then investigated as well. Police believe the women had possibly sold other children in the same way in the past. And so these, you know, these parents, mm-hmm. who, their kids are dying because if they don't have a transplant, they're going to die. So they basically ended up selling mm-hmm. their soul. To pay for these illegal black market harvested organs, where another child is dying to get it, give them that stuff. You know, they talk about hard liver. You know, mm-hmm. 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 and so you know they kind of. Yeah, it's a wow. It's like that's a big, that's a big, you know, it's a big money profit off of it and everything. Not just that's just all over the world that they're doing this, you know, and everything. And, and stuff that's underground. That's why we see so much human trafficking. It's not just the children that are being, you know, harvested. It's the some of the adult women too that are being their organs are being harvested. Once you know, like the ones coming through Mexico, I've heard and I've got videos, and I'll send them to you that a friend of mine said that she's out in the border trying to help, and she's got photos. Uh, where they are doing rituals, satanic rituals over there, killing children. Wow. You know, and everything. And there is a disturbing. And there's a satanic church not too far from there, from that border. So, you know, but it's, uh, it's very disturbing. I'm going to finish reading you this article, okay? Because every time I start reading it, we go to another thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to read you the two. Yeah, the right. Ones, okay. It says, because uh, it was a countdown for 10, you know. Believe it or not, the nuns were the least of the bad ones. So, yeah. It says, uh, the Solano State Prison is a medium security prison in California. Now, on the morning of May 4, 2015, a riot broke out that lasted for about half an hour. When police conducted a head count after the riot, Nicholas Rodriguez was missing and assumed escaped. Fifteen hours later, his body was discovered, sawed in half, and stuffed into a garbage can just a short walk away from the cell. The autopsy later revealed that he was missing most of his internal organs. Rodriguez, who was serving an eight years since for robbery, was sharing his cell with Jesus Perez, who was serving 26 years to life for murder. Despite the murder taking place inside of prison, police were unable to answer any of the key questions, such as whether Perez was involved, if the riot was a distraction, and how Rodriguez was cut in half and where his organs went. Is that crazy or what? Mm-hmm. I mean, right? That's Rodriguez, crazy. Like that's just funny. Mm-hmm. And then, in prison, yeah, and then that's the number, insane. Right. 
And then it says the number the the number one worst organ uh, terrifying tale of organ trafficking is titled the worst job interview ever. I haven't read it yet, so we're gonna read it together, okay? Wow. So all right, all right, here we go. All right, this is real short. You've likely heard the urban legend about the kidney heist. It usually goes something like this: two beautiful people go out for a date, and it turns out to be such a magical evening they both end up going home together. The next day, one of them wakes up in a bath full of ice with a scar on the side of their body. They soon find out that they have been drugged and one of their kidneys stolen. Egypt has a similar urban legend, the veracity of which you will have to judge for yourself. In the Egyptian version, it is not a date that the victim attends, but a job interview or sometimes a visa application. They are required to undergo a medical examination to make sure they are fit for work or entry into the country. During the exam, they are drugged have a kidney stolen, and almost always never get the job or visa. Alayo Masa and Sayyah Abudif are two men who claim to have fallen victim to this crime when they were 25 and 23 respectively. They also claim to have been bribed and threatened after the theft, but they decided to speak out anyway. The legend of date theft mm-hmm. is likely a cautionary tale about bringing strangers home or about watching your drinks. The Egyptian tale may serve as a similar purpose, but the medical profession about the medical professionals you see. The World Health Organization has previously ranked Egypt as number is the one one of the worst countries for organ trafficking, with doctors and nursing having there you been go. arrested for trafficking organs. And the World so organ, organization. You know, why, why am I why am I not surprised with that when they're in World War World uh, Health Organization, the WHO? Hmm. Right. Hmm. And then I was really surprised too uh, when I just started looking into cannibalism. Mostly, I pretty much just focused on uh, the Podestas on that. If you want to know the truth, you know, because I was never, mm-hmm. never been particularly interested in learning about it or reading about it because it's so grotesque, you know. But I found mm-hmm. a whole lot of cases in America. That uh, that were cannibals, you know, and I even found an mm-hmm. article talking about the uh, ten terrifying lesser known cases of American cannibalism. You know, I mean, so there there was a lot of them, mm-hmm. which I really didn't know. There about is. Any of there is. I just knew about like Dahmer, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you remember the you remember the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre? That was actually based on a, a true story. They were also cannibals. Yeah, they actually filmed it right down the road from here. Oh, did they? So, <laughs> but that was there that was, was actually two different sword. films. There's two different films of it, and one of the films mm-hmm. the original. was made in uh, I think it was around Kingsland, Texas, because Betty Betty West took me to see it, and then the other one was uh, just right right over here by the not far from the house. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the original like one was made in Blaze. 1970s, yeah, that that was made in 1970s, and I remember seeing that. <laughs> so this scared the heck out of me. But that was based on a true story, and they never found it. They never did find it, if you remember. They think the FBI hit them, and they're going to just, you know, bring. Uh, Damnation! They're bringing damnation. They're going to bring damnation to America. God's going to smote us. They already have. 
I hate to say it, but we already they already did. They were that's why we're going in the direction we're going now. Well, I yeah, we I, know, I, I, I have to. I obviously have a complete different opinion than you and Virgil do on your show, because I still believe uh, that there's a plan, and I still believe in Q, and I still believe that Trump is president, and I still believe that Trump will be president. There won't be a 2024. There's going to be. They're going to fix 2020 because I would refuse to believe any other damn thing. Okay, because there cannot mm. be. A 2024 or 2020 isn't fixed. So if anybody can't figure that out, then they're pretty stupid. Right. Well, we said that same thing on our show. I mean, it's like, right. And it's, I mean, I think the reason why, too, we're seeing this in Ukraine and Russia, there's a lot going on that we really don't understand with that. You know, it's like Virgil said, we have to sit back and watch. But all this with the abortion, well, no, there's there's a lot everything. that we do understand that he's lying to us about. The fact of the matter is, mm-hmm. and even Tucker Carlson admitted the fact that Anons busted loose with all this information about these bio labs in Ukraine, and everybody was like, "Kianon, mm-hmm. crazy Kianon conspiracy theorist," you know, blah blah blah. There are no labs. There are no labs. Blah blah blah. <laughs> on and, on. and you know what? They're all. And they're all on. Maybe Russell talked about that. What? Yeah. We and about and that only that, they, they busted them <laughs> with the archives. They busted them with the archives and along with the evidence of what they're doing there. And, you know, some of these, they're talking about all these insects and different diseases and horrible stuff, hem- hemorrhagic stuff. But mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that they've discovered in there also has to do with cloning. So they're doing oh, yeah. cloning there, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people didn't catch up on that, or they didn't want to report it. And all for organ harvesting as well, for the clones. And maybe, and maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, man, this is a conspiracy theory thing, maybe half of D.C. is cloned. You have to wonder sometimes. (laughs) You know, you have to wonder about Biden, Harris, and the rest of them. (laughs) And those malfunctions punches they have. <laughs> uh, I really believe that uh, that there's a plan going on, and that uh, everything is fixing to hit like a perfect freaking storm. Probably is. It's probably. Mm-hmm. I, I, we have learned. We have learned our lesson on giving mm-hmm. dates. Okay, but I would guess if, mm-hmm. was, if I had to guess, and that would be all it is. It, was, it would be the summer. That's an educated guess, because you've got Duran making indictments. He told us that the first indictment is going to send shockwaves around the world, okay? And on one of the things that he had mm-hmm. talked about, the first arrest or something, he actually put in there that change that you can believe in. And so that reminded me of the Obama uh, you know, slogan. So I kind of mm-hmm. thought they were indicating that it might be Obama that was arrested first. But I don't see why it wouldn't be Biden, you know what I mean, either, you know, because he's horrible. But uh, I still think they're going to do right. that. We've got Jordan come out with all these indictments. We've got truths are coming out. Uh, we've got uh, just all kinds of different states, Wisconsin and other people on the audits, you know, coming out with true stuff. I think it's just holding on. Oh yeah. Until until we can. There's stuff coming out. Mainstream media. Well, there's stuff coming out in New Mexico now with these audits. Uh, as you know, there was an audit done here in Otero County, and the they are panicking over here, saying, "Oh, don't." Don't believe it. it. You know, our Secretary of State, Maggie Tillhouse, was caught in one of the biggest lies ever 
saying that those are auditors, don't believe anything they say, the the uh, the voting machines or anything, they are not connected to the Wi-Fi. Well, guess what? All that came out the other day. That it is. And if there is, there is, there is voter fraud proof. Well, one thing... Um, and I worked on those damn machines. I worked on those machines this last election. I can tell you, I can take... Manipulate the numbers if I wanted to. I could take... They have, one has a SIM card, the other, and they also have a floppy disk. You could take that out, put it on your computer, and easily manipulate the numbers. Very easily. They're idiots. But here's yeah. the deal. <laughs> here's uh, the deal. Go ahead, a lot of people, a lot of people are going to owe me so many damn apologies for the way they treated me about the information they gave about antibacteries. Antibacteries mm-hmm. are going to mm-hmm. owe me a lot of damn uh, – uh, no, you really haven't ragged on me about Q that much because you really couldn't because all the information that I ever brought you, the data that, and the research that I did that I got from there was dead on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still, this is spot on. Spot on, right? So uh, – but I did find – I don't think I kept it. Did I give it? Oh, I did keep it. I did keep it. Okay, check this out. So I didn't want to talk about the election until we took a break or something, but that's all right. We've already yeah. got a topic now, so I guess it didn't matter. <laughs> I knew we would. I knew we would. We're in the final hour. So I found this uh, website called uh, realhistorychan.com, and I found an article called mm. You and on his back. So I thought, well, I wonder what this is. Oh, sorry for yawning. I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. And uh, I was, I mm-hmm. wanted, to, I really wanted to read it. And so it's very interesting. And it talks about the election. And so, uh, and this is one of the reasons why I really do believe there is a plan. And I'll, I'll read you that when we get back from the break, and then we can go on and talk about what's going on in the world today. Uh, all right. So I just wanted to make sure that we covered all that uh, Maryland Senate bill. Right. And you caught that last part of it. Where they scrapped it, said they're going to change the wording, and they're going to reschedule the hearing. But then they come back in, and they sneak in the exact same bill through the House mm-hmm. <laughs> with the, the same course. wording. You that's know? what so, they do. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, they're you know? really stick, you know. So we're going to take a real quick break and because uh, I have to do that, and then we'll be right back. We, I, oh, All right. right. Well, I did schedule this show for well, two hours, not one hour. So if you want to stay on a little bit longer, right? Okay. Yeah, All right, let me, uh, let me put me okay. on mute real quick. Me... Okay. All right. I'll see you later. <laughs> this was irregular warfare at its finest. We have an army of digital soldiers.
Because this election was a fraud. Just so you understand, this election was a fraud. I mean, they have Biden beating Obama on Obama's vote in areas that mattered in terms of the election, in swing states. And yet he's losing to Obama all over the place. But he's beating Obama in swing states, which are the states that mattered for purposes of the election. So, no, I can't say that at all. I think it's a, it's a possibility. They're trying to, look, 
between you people. Don't answer, don't talk to me that way. You're just a you're just a lightweight. Don't talk to me that way. Don't talk to I'm the president of the United States. Don't ever talk to the president that way. Right, I'm going to go with another question. Go ahead. So if, if the electoral college does elect President-elect Joe Biden, are you not going to leave this building? Just so you, uh, certainly I will. Certainly I will. And you know that. But I think that there will be a lot of things happening between now and the 20th of January. A lot of things. Massive fraud has been found. We're like a third world country. We're using computer equipment that can be hacked. They talk about glitches. How many glitches did they find? So a glitch. Oh, gee, we had a glitch. 5,000 votes. In all cases, right? In all cases, the votes went from Trump to Biden. They didn't go from Biden. The glitches were never from Biden to Trump. So they had many glitches. And they said, oh, we had a glitch. That a glitch is like the equipment is a little broken. We'll fix it up. No. A glitch is, in this case, we caught them cheating. We and welcome back to the hey, second hey. half of Wolfpack Radio. And I didn't realize I was on mute again, so I was just talking away. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. We do try to, try to keep the mute on when we're not talking. And so sometimes there's a little bit of a a lag before we get back on we ask each other a question or something because we have to take it off mute, take it off speakerphone or, you know, whatever. So um, right. <laughs> I know that we uh, talked this last uh, for you new listeners that have just tuned in. We discussed the first hour, Maryland Senate Bill 669, which will allow you to abort your baby up to a month after birth with no consequences or investigation. Please go uh, – and check that out, and there's a link on our uh, page for this show that gives you the the uh, link to the petition that you can sign to voice your concerns about this demonic, satanic bill. And let's stop it before they keep murdering and torturing more babies. And it's just absolutely sickening. It's just sickening. But now that we're back in the right. second hour, I don't know if, um, if you listen to uh, – a show that we had the other night, but it was very interesting. And uh, as a matter of fact, I actually had maybe it was actually the highest ratings I'd ever had on Wolfpack Radio, which was really shocking. And uh, uh, have you? Uh, I will play the clip. It's a little bit lengthy, but it's about a, these Chinese camps that were reported in New York. Oh yes, we talked about that. I remember. Yeah. Well, um, do you want me to give the clip of the guy uh, telling about it? Because it's pretty interesting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's it's long. It's it's like 19 minutes long, but I'm gonna be done. Back. <laughs> okay. Back to what we were talking about, though, with these with these camps. They're trying to tell you that they don't exist, that they're not out there. I want to tell you one particular place that I do know of. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you the officer's name because eventually it's gonna come out. But a year and a half ago, in the town of New Paltz. That's downstate New York, okay? As a matter of this fact, guy's running for governor for New York, by okay. the way. Can you hear uh, me? This guy's running for a New York yeah, governor in Derrick. He yeah. knows the area very well. He lives in that area. And he saw that there had been a sale of property a while back, quite a large tract of property. He decided to take a look on duty to see what's going on. He saw a lot of heavy equipment that had been taken down through that area, into that area. By the time he got to go and take a look, there was already a fenced-in perimeter. When I say fenced, barbed wire, Constantine wire, guard dogs, and people in so-called uniforms with no patches. Okay? 
Not American people. I'm not afraid to say it because it's the fact and I'll prove it, but we can show that later on. But with Chinese. Or what we believe to say, they say Oriental people. This officer spoke with the individual at the gate, very broken English. Said try to say hello, try to speak up a, a, a conversation with him, and did a lot of deflection the individual did. A lot of deflection. Pretended he didn't know English. We must know enough English to have enough of D five caterpillar bulldozers coming in, some big trucks for dump trucks, a lot of soil, a lot of other things going on. So as time went on, this officer went back and told his chief about it. They asked him if he knew about it. Well, yeah, I heard, but I don't really know. Why, why, what do you know about it? I can tell you. This is what I saw today, and this is what I talked about. The guy wouldn't give me his name or anything. He didn't understand what I was trying to say to him. But yet, like I said, there's a large fenced-in perimeter. I'm talking hundreds of acres, people. Hundreds of acres. Okay? Large fenced-in perimeter. A guard shack. Dogs and people in khaki clothes, okay? So they're trying to tell you that they don't exist, that they're not out there. I want to tell you one particular place that I do know of. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the officer's name because eventually it's going to come out. But a year and a half ago, in the town of Newport, encroaching on somebody's private property, something's weird. I'd be asking, you know, I'd be asking questions while I was on patrol too. Not that you're encroaching on somebody's private property. It's your job as a police officer that if something looks suspicious or out of place, to protect the public. That's what you're there for, to protect the public. Well, it wasn't but a few weeks later that officer calls up and goes, you're not going to believe this. I got called in off the road about a week and a half later, if I had the timeline right, and if I don't, I'll correct that. I came in off the road, and I see a couple of suits. My chief, and I say suits, I don't mean to be... That's a police term we use for the feds. Okay? We call the feds the suits because they always show up in the suits most of the time. So he gets into the room, and uh, the chief says, Hey, you want to grab a seat? And the first thing this person says is, Uh-uh. No, not this is for me. And they all laughed. Well, it is for you, but you're not in trouble. He said, Well, I'll tell you what. You tell me who they are first, and then we'll talk. They identified themselves as the FBI, the ATF, and some other people. He goes, okay, what's this all about? Well, we understand you went out and spoke to some people out that big site out there. What do you know? He goes, uh-uh. What do you know first before I talk to you? Okay? So, the officer knew more than what the agencies knew, what they led to believe people know. Thought that was done in order, we left that alone. Now, I know the sheriff in that county. Good man. And I ran to him at a conference, at our sheriff's conference last month. They had brought in the FBI to come in and talk to us. And the FBI started out with domestic terrorism. Okay, think a lot, domestic terrorism, you know. Hmm. And who they started talking about? The right-wing patriot groups. Okay? Now I'm going to catch some heat for this tomorrow, and I'm not worried about it. This is why I'm here to talk to you tonight. Okay? Because I'm not going to be one of those that's going to be shut down, put away, or hauled off.
And should that happen, it'll probably be on the news. <laughs> individual from the FBI, the head of it, uh, you know, gave a spiel about everything. And then I raised my hand and I said, are you aware of a large camp in the town of New Paul's in Ulster County? And the sheriff that I know of real next to me goes, what? Just like that. I said, yeah, you didn't know there was a large camp in New Paul's? I said, I thought you, you know, these guys are here to tell you about you know, so-called threats and domestic terrorism and outside terrorist threats. What? I said, yeah, Sheriff. I go, ask her, or ask him. And first thing he said was, uh, we'll talk about that after this conference, you know, after we're done here. I said, no, I said, well, I think the man has a right to know what's going on in this county. And then he asked me, how come you know so much? And then he, round out, he found out why I know so much. I won't disclose that right now because I want to keep that individual protected, Okay. Upon talking to the feds that day, they admitted, yeah, we know about it. We know about it. We checked it out. Okay. That was it. That was it. Doesn't sound like too much information being told, does it? Now, I'm not saying, I don't know where to with the news to run out and say, oh, Sheriff Carpenter last night in Utica at a, at a get-together said that there's a concentration camp down in New Paul's, New York. No, I did not say that. I just said that there is a large encampment down there that I'd be concerned with that should be brought to light. And I'll tell you one other thing that makes your curiosity rise a little bit. Why would a facility like that have 11,000 gallon fuel tanks buried in the ground? Okay? Why would they have the ability to have a large cafeteria feeding area and also to raise enough livestock on their property to be sustainable on their own. Just questions I'd want to, I'd want to know. Sure isn't a YMCA camp, folks, I'll tell you that. Okay? So what we're trying to do tonight is to, is to enlighten you and tell you go out and look at these things yourselves. The, the, the facts are out there when you go look. Don't rely upon the media to tell you everything. We know how that goes. Okay. I'm going to... Go ahead and turn it off a little bit because it's really long. It's like 20 minutes long. <laughs> I'm not a man. Oh, yeah, I remember that I one. Yeah, so that just came out. We just came out with that like uh, I think uh, a week or two ago that we did a show. And it was my highest ratings ever on Wolfpack Radio. But we have another story mm-hmm. that I'm waiting on the interview that is firsthand eyewitness uh to something like this that's even weirder, okay, with tunnels and all kinds of stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't want to blow it off too much because I'm, I'm going to probably advertise for this show because it's going to be huge and I can't wait. So I'm not even telling you until so, so <laughs> away. It's, it's, it's one. I think it's going to be one of my best stories of the year, so I'm really excited. Uh, and I just wanted to bring that to people's attention because that was obviously since it had such high ratings, people were very interested in that. And so mm-hmm. you know, I'm always talking about China, China, China on this show, you know, because you know why? I'll tell you why, because... What was that? What's that? You hit the wrong button? China is asshole. China is asshole. China is asshole. I love that song. I never play that because of my ratings. It's always family-friendly. But this show, I just decided because yeah. I have a little bit of prenochrome that maybe 
<laughs> we were just testing, play the songs I wanted to play, you know? <laughs> right, but, uh, right. So I was talking to you about this. Uh, we were talking earlier about the election, right? And uh, so I mm-hmm. want to talk to you after the break. And now I've kind of been staring away from talking about it while it's going on because you shouldn't get so much hate from people. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm trying to waste my time with you people. But I've kind of gotten inspired again. I hooked back up with all my friends from the Major Screw Show. And then I found their chat today, and it was mm-hmm. so good. I felt like I was at home again. And I got a big shout-out from Matrix Groove and the Wolfpack. Uh, Wolfpack Radio got a shout-out from Shady and Matrix on there. So that was super cool. They shared my link to the show and everything. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are listening for the Matrix Groove show, I know you enjoy DJ T. Wild on break. Okay, so going to this, <laughs> this is an article that I found. I just stumbled upon this by accident. It was Real History Chan, com, And it was this article, and he was talking about uh, – is on back. And so he read this article. The coming mm-hmm. days are cryptically foretold by Q for nearly three years now. 11 3 is the major event, followed by 10 Days of Darkness, followed by the NCSWIC counterpunch. This all makes sense to you all in a minute, okay? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Trump's counteroffensive really begin. The deep state was allowed to cheat. Q had said it had to be this way in order for the normies to understand what they're about to finally about to understand. And he wrote, trust me, boys and girls, uh-huh. if our forecast is wrong, we will apologize as promptly as we are self-congratulating at the moment. But we're doubling down that uh-huh. creepy child molester Joe Biden is more likely going to be going to prison and soon. And that, uh, and that's for you know him being inaugurated as the 46th president on January of 2021. Now, uh-huh. one of the things that Q always said in all his posts was, not all of them, but so many of his posts, nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing can stop what is coming over and over and over and over. Nothing can stop what is coming. Well, if you look at nothing mm-hmm. can stop what is coming, it's the first the first initial of each letter is NCSWIC, okay? NCSWIC. Mm-hmm. Nothing can stop what is coming, right? You understand that? Okay. So, mm-hmm. let me finish reading the article. Oh, I read the wrong part of it a while ago. I read the end of it instead of the first part of the story. <laughs> okay, oh, that was so stupid. Okay, I, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so stupid. And I wonder if it makes sense. I wonder why he started it that way. Okay, so I'm going to read you this real quick. <laughs> we'll go on to another show. Um, hang on one second. Are you ready to finish what we started? Nothing can stop what is coming. It's not just a catchphrase, a cue. Not just a catchphrase? Does that mean that there has been a double meaning to the phrase all along? Besides the obvious implication, we believe there was, and we are upgrading our cautious, cautious optimism to what one reader called realistic optimism. In November of 2018, Trump's DHS established the Cyber Security and Infrastructure Agency, CISA, to protect the integrity of U.S. elections. CISA itself oversees another sub-agency to develop the products needed to assist the DHS in working with public safety partners involved in interoperable communications at all levels of of government. In other words, it's something like a blockchain communication embedded in a watermark was indeed added to the ballot. Mm -hmm. This particular subdivision Mm -hmm. of CISA, which itself a subgroup of DHS, 
would have been tasked with setting up the sting operation by working with private vendors and public safety partners. And the name of this subgroup is, here's the dramatic drum row, ready? The National Council of Statewide Interoperability Coordinators, the official acronym being NCSWIC, initials, which also perfectly match, nothing can stop what is coming. Coincidence? We shall know Mm -hmm. soon enough. And they had advertised CISA gears up for 2020 election security, hashtag protection 2020 CISA gov, okay? And so uh, they had said Mm -hmm. that uh, protect 2020 is a national call of action initiated by CISA to lead federal agency responsible for national election security to enhance the integrity and resilience of the nation's election infrastructure and to ensure confidentiality, truthfulness, and accuracy of the free and fair elections necessary for our American way of life. And that was on the CIS.gov uh, website, okay? Now, mm-hmm. Donald Trump on March 6th reposted a tweet from Dan Scavino, and Donald Trump wrote, Who knows what this means, but it sounds good to me. And the tweet was a meme that Dan Scavino had posted of Donald Trump playing a violin, and it says, my mm-hmm. precise piece is called Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming. <laughs> NCSWIC. And Trump retweeted that March 8th, almost a three-year delta, okay, from now. Who knows mm-hmm. what this means, but it sounds good to me. Nothing can stop what's coming, right? Now, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of, I'm not sure if I believe in all this, but there was a dress that Melania had wore that was white with these chain things on it, and some people thought that her election day dress had been interpreted by some to symbolize, because it's the one she wore for election day, blockchain technology, which can be used to track ballot transactions with expanded codes, which cannot be altered like Bitcoin. And she and the dress does mm-hmm. kind of similar, it looks like a, a little chain thing, you know, so I don't know. Who knows, you know? So anyways, mm-hmm. soon after publishing that text and those images, a few of uh, you guys wrote in to say that uh, ANYT, that's the people who wrote this article, had taken a bus to crazy town with this far-fetched acronym theory. But now, after nerve-wracking nine days of Q silence, which prompted scornful headlines, such as this one from Foreign Policy, this is, we're talking about right after the election, whenever Q went dark for like nine mm-hmm. days or something like that. It put as because this mm-hmm. article was written. Let's see what was the article written. Let's see, article was written. Yeah, I don't even see a date of when the article was written, but it's a uh, obviously right right there by the election, you know. So, uh, so he's talking about whenever mm-hmm. Q went dark right after the election. He says, uh, but now after nerve wracking nine days of Q silence, which prompted scornful headlines such as this one from foreignpolicy.com, as QAnon copes with Trump's likely loss, they wonder where is Q, and this from the independent uh, UK. QAnon falls silent after election day. Conspiracy theory predicted Donald Trump to win U.S. election, and Salon wrote, the far right is cracking up as their violent fantasies of Trump fastest takeover evaporate since the election. Q has fallen silent. Well, better hold off for the Fallen silent. They aren't laughing anymore because Q is back. So he must have posted this November 12th. Okay, so this article must be written. He put because any uh, 2020 because he put because Q is back and what he has got 
is back with what has got to be the single most exclusive and panic-inducing for the bad guys, that is, post ever. And here it is. So 12 days after the election, Mm -hmm. she came in and posted, after nine days is on, post 4951, November 12th, 2020. Shall we play a game? And then he put, nothing can stop what is coming, but the first letter of each word he has in brackets. So the N is in brackets, the C is in brackets, the S is in brackets, you know? And then underneath it, he puts, Mm. nothing So he put, nothing can stop what is coming, and then underneath that he put N-C-S-W-I-C, and then underneath that he put the website link www.cisa.gov slash safecom slash N-C-S-W-I-C, nothing can stop what is coming, (laughs) which is the government Mm -hmm. website for them, which their whole deal was to ensure that the infrastructure for the 2020 election was secure. That was their whole job, right? And then the QPO says, Mm -hmm. why is this relevant? Okay, so the QPOS comes like, why is this relevant? How do you show the public the truth? How do you safeguard U.S. elections post-POTUS, so after POTUS, okay? How do you mm-hmm. remove foreign interference and corruption and install U.S. owner voter ID laws and other safeguards? And then mm-hmm. he, wrote, it had, he, he wrote, it had to be this way. Sometimes you must walk through the darkness before you can see the light. Q. Mm-hmm. So that's what Q actually told us after the election and came out with this bombshell after we've been seeing not, uh, nothing can stop what is coming. We've seen Trump retweeting stuff, nothing can stop what is coming. <laughs> and then right, right after the election, right. they come up and post the acronym for nothing can stop what is coming is this NCSWIC, you know, one of the groups of CISA that is doing this stuff for the integrity of the infrastructure of the election. So I have to think there was a thing going on. I really do, you know. Hmm. And you have to remember, don't don't you remember uh, uh, Paganovich? Dr. Wood, isn't that his name? Mm -hmm. Paganovich? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I remember him. Uh, Pesnik. No, uh, Pizniak. 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 Is that how you say it? It's like P-I-E-C. I don't know. Uh, Steve Pizniak. Pizniak, something like that. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I'll play it. I think – let me see if this is the one. I've got a, a one of his uh, tapes on here, but let me see if this is the one where he was talking about how they uh, – Blockchain the election. Okay, let me see if this is the one where he went off on the election. But it may not be. This may be the one where he was talking about they weren't going to let Hillary win in 2016. So let me mm-hmm. see if it's this one, Alex Jones. I hope it is. Let me see. On November 1, 2016, Hillary and Bill Clinton and their entourage of assistance affected a civilian coup. All right. So anyway, so uh, that uh, that wasn't the one, but that's still one of my favorite videos right there. Did you ever hear that when he came out about a week before the election with Trump? Do you remember that? And he came out. I sort of remember that. Yeah. I'll play it real quick. It's just a couple minutes long. I'll play. I'll refresh your memory. I thought. Yeah. Go ahead. He had came out. He had came out and said this stuff, and sure enough, Trump won. And if you remember, I was the one that turned off the TV. And went to bed on the couch and would not watch the election because I knew for sure that even though I was the biggest Donald Trump fan mm-hmm. in the world, 
that Hillary's doing. <laughs> you were the one that kept calling me, turn it uh, down, just turn it down and look. And I was like, no, I'm not going to look, you know. But this is what came out of before that. Yeah. Well, after the election, or right, right, I think right after the election, he came out again on the Alex Jones show, and this was a uh-huh. mind-blowing interview where he talks about that they've ran a sting with this blockchain, these white hats. You know, mm-hmm. there, There's a white hat operation, mm-hmm. and so you ought to check that one out too. But let me play this old one from 2016 because it's pretty crazy, okay? No, uh, uh- On November 1, 2016, Hillary and Bill Clinton and their entourage of assistants affected a civilian coup. In contrast to the usual concept of a coup where the military is involved and takes over the White House and communication centers, very much like the scenarios you see in a movie, this coup was done silently and very effectively through two methods, corruption and co-optation. The Clintons had been involved in co-opting our White House, our judiciary, our CIA, our Federal Bureau of Investigation, our Attorney General Loretta Lynch, and our Director of the FBI, James Comey, for some time now. What they've done is to make sure that they were part and parcel of a group of people who were interrelated through political cronyism. However, in order to stop this coup, We in the intelligence community and others involved have informally gotten together and with their permission, I am beginning to announce that we've initiated a counter coup through Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. What has happened in effect when uh, Comey had to open up the case of Hillary Clinton and discuss the emails that were involved with the Anthony Weiner case it was not the case itself that was as important as the fact that this was the entree for many of us in the counter coup to say to the administration, we have your number. Not only do we have your number, we're going to stop you from making Hillary the president of the United States. And at the same time, we will convict and indict the president of the United States, Loretta Lynch, and many others who were involved in the cover-up of the massive corruption that occurred under the Clinton Foundation. Now, in both cases, their coup was silent, and our counter-coup was silent, and it was all uh, transgressed or occurred on the Internet. And this is probably the first time in the history of any country where a coup was initiated on through the Internet and a counter-coup was initiated through the Internet. I am just a small part of something far bigger than myself. It was the brave men and women who were in the FBI, the CIA, the Director of Intelligence, the uh, Military Intelligence, and men and women in 15 other intelligence organizations who were sick and tired of seeing this corruption in the White House, in the Justice Department, and in the intelligence system. And we decided that there was something we had to do in order to save the Republic. So we initiated a counter-coup through Julian Assange, who's been very brave and, and really quite formidable in his, in his ability to come forth and provide all the necessary emails that we gave to him in order to undermine Hillary and Bill Clinton. Again, America, we're going through a major, major transition and, quite frankly, a second American revolution. 
We do not have guns. We do not have weapons. We do not have, intend to kill anybody. We do not intend to harm anybody. But we, the American public, and those of us who serve as veterans and in the intelligence service like myself, will stop the Clintons from assuming power that they don't deserve. At the same time, we will make certain that Obama leaves without any trail of a, uh, a pardon or any other act of treason. In effect, we want a peaceful transition in this great American republic. I bring you this news, and I want you to understand what has happened. A moment of history is occurring right now in front of us, and I'm proud to explain it to you. All right. I think I'd be meeting. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Pretty great. And the uh, yep. Yep. the uh, one from 2020 was mind-blowing. I mean, this one from Alex Jones. I wish I could play it and I could just hear it, but I don't think you could. I guess I don't have it downloaded, but gosh, mm-hmm. it's so good. I wish I had it. I, I would have swore I had it downloaded, but um. – <laughs> Yeah, I do remember so, – uh, but you know, I don't know. I'm hoping this, this that's why I think there's a plan. Because you know, I have a lot of reasons why I think there's a plan. Okay, because all the way back, mm-hmm. you've been real consistent, and everybody's like, "Yeah, you know, Q told us stuff wrong." Uh, what happened was mm-hmm. we, he just asked us questions, and you know, let us do our own research, and people, some people, just interpreted stuff wrong. You know. But the mm-hmm. most of the information was very accurate and very some of the information was very, very, very good. But some of the information was misleading. And he had wrote in his comments before that uh, you know, false information is is a good thing, you know? It can be a good thing, disinformation, mm-hmm. right? Well, one of the ways they mm-hmm. they used us in a way and which is <laughs> this is brilliant, okay, was with William Barr. So well, everybody knew Barr was like a that deep state dickhead, right? And so Russell mm-hmm. hated this guy. And I didn't really remember. I just knew he was like a you know dirty guy, but I didn't really know a lot about him, you know. And uh, but then all right. the Q starts talking about Bill Barr, Bill Barr, Bill Barr, you know, stealth bomber, Bill Barr, you know, and got the anons all freaking fired up. And I'm like, yeah, fucking Bill Barr, you know, hell yeah, he's gonna come mm-hmm. in and kick their ass, you know, got us all pumped up. So we're talking about Barr, we're memeing yeah. Barr, Barr's our hero. Well, Barr's the bad guy, so that wasn't even true. But what Q mm-hmm. did was, it was great. Because we're all thinking he's our – we're loving him, and it's genuine. You could tell that we're like, yeah, you know. Well, mm-hmm, I remember, yeah. can you imagine the stress that that put on him with the deep state questioning his loyalty to them when we're all worshiping the ground? Right. Him, you know what I mean? Right. It's actually right. genius. Can I you imagine, imagine the mental stress? Imagine. I, I was going to say I can imagine the threats he got. <laughs> you know. It's actually pretty genius, you know what I mean? So that's okay, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. If it messed up, messed him up, because imagine he can't stand Trump, and he don't want anything to do with QAnon, right? He's a deep state mm-hmm. person, and they're going against. He's for Biden, obviously. You know, he's mm-hmm. for Biden before Trump was even out of office. We found out. And uh, well, he, and he then imagine, imagine, just, 
being just bombarded with anons all the time. Like we we had like billboards and stuff, farmer T-shirts and coffee mugs, and we mm-hmm. trolled him. <laughs> we thought he was going to come into yeah, the world. Yeah, and yeah. It, we must have. Oh my God, that's hilarious, isn't it? So yeah, we right. Were, and we blew everybody's mind when it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, but it's great yeah. because you know, he didn't tell us what to do or nothing. He just put stuff, and we did our research, and we. We did it to our own self, you know what I mean? But we played right into the hands right. and really screwed Bill Barr in the process by having him as our hero and no telling what that did where he had to go prove maybe it forced him maybe it forced his hand where he had to actually do stuff to mm-hmm. prove his loyalty to the deep state. Ah. Mm-hmm. Well you That's know well, you know, it. you know he had to. You know he had to. I mean, you know, and everything but it's it's like everything now that we're seeing going on, Deep State is barely hanging in with the thread right now. So they're throwing everything at us. And they know with these elections coming up, they're going to lose their butt. I mean, that's why we're seeing all this stuff being hit. We're being hit with everything at every angle right now and everything because of that. And to keep us focused from away from the actual audits that we were talking about while we go to because all that's starting to come out yeah you haven't noticed you know and everything so well, that's why they're desperate and one of the worst things that you could ever do somebody said the other day like oh you know i bet i bet uh putin's not scared of biden at all because he's a bumbling idiot and i'm like actually he's probably really afraid of biden he's probably real afraid of mm-hmm. biden you know i said as a matter of fact he was probably less mm-hmm. afraid of trump even though Trump was more stern because he was consistent and Russia mm-hmm. knew the world. And he yeah. never knew Russia what he was going to do. Right. right, but you would, you he know, Trump had, knew. you know, rules and standards, and as long as you went by the rules, you know, you were good, right? But here you got, you know, Biden, mm-hmm. who's, you know, unstable and, you know, undependable, and you don't know if he's going to set off a nuke. And what's bad about it is, here, see, I believe that Putin, and I also believe that Xi, that they know exactly what kind of dirty, dirty deep state player Biden is, okay? They know this, right? They know it. Oh, they yeah. Know, they know oh, yeah. You know they do. Oh, yeah. And that's why they def- Putin's doing what he's doing right now. But for, I think for that reason, too. But, you know, he's going well, after the deep like, state. <laughs> the reason I think that he might be a little bit of afraid of Biden is because is he's unpredictable and because – Maybe, I, I don't know if afraid would be the right word, but extremely cautious, you know, for sure, you know. Mm-hmm. And because the deep state mm-hmm. is, they're being taken out slowly but surely with indictments, mm-hmm. with exposure, the, the, the fake media is being exposed, Truth Social is going to be able to expose all the well, truth. And when that happens, all like these states said. are going to open wide up about their, as soon as Truth Social comes out, then all of the other states are going to come out now about their. Audits and their all that stuff's going to come out, and that's mm-hmm. going to be a big one. And then more information about like Jisling and you know different stuff that they've been keeping mm-hmm. from us is going to be we're going to be able to find out and share and coordinate and get back together like we used to with our militias and everything else, which they stopped us from doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but here's mm-hmm. the deal: the deep state is like a trapped, wounded animal, and there's nothing more dangerous. Mm-hmm. And Putin knows this than a trapped, wounded. Animal with nowhere to go, and that's where the deep state is going to be at real soon. So I think he's, like I said, 
afraid is probably not the right word, but I think he's extremely cautious and, and concerned about what they may do because they're idiots, you know, with their, you know. Well, that's like we said, we said many times on our show, the deep state, they're so desperate right now. Like you said, they're wounded. And what, what they're going to do is they're going to come at us. They would rather kill us all than surrender that, surrender themselves or that power they got. And we're kind of seeing that right now, what they're doing. With the so-called inflation and everything else going on, you know, I wouldn't put a past them. They all know they're going down. And it's not just like like on this Ukraine deal, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Anons knew this. We, we had got a post like in November 13th of 2019 that it talked about. Uh, he said, uh, read carefully, reread carefully. The spy insert, you know, look for, mm-hmm. reread the drops mm-hmm. about the spies. And then he put, what do these people have in common? Pelosi's son, Kerry's son, Romney's son, and Biden's son. Hint, geolocation, Ukraine. Hint, energy. Coincidence? Mm-hmm. When George Soros calls, well, it's his GS, but that means George Soros. The D's always answer. Nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing. <laughs> right. Now that you know it, nothing can stop the right? reason you know they're going after you, you know they all work there, right? right? You know that they all work there, right? Oh, yeah. I was so just going to say that. Wrong they all work there. Uh-huh. And that's where all their money All their kids work in Ukraine. Right there. there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. But I don't think a lot of people might not have known that, you know. But that is true, and that's not just a... a Q drop they need. That's I think been established that many people understand that all these deep state players. Right, and, you know, right. that's the thing about well, it, Romney, Romney, the only was a Republican in that group. We've always said he's not a Republican; he's a Democrat. You know, and whose son is it? Romney's mm-hmm. son. You know, mm-hmm. unbelievable, and oh, freaking believable. Miss McConnell's son, same thing, Ukraine. You know, uh, but it's all tied in there, everything. When I saw George Soros speaking up about, you know, saving Ukraine, I was like, I told Virgil, I said, boom, they made him, they made him jump. Yeah, this, so uh, one video that I was watching, um, and I actually haven't recorded, was uh, very interesting, and it was talking about an investigation that had been going on in Ukraine. Which I'm sure a lot of people had mm-hmm. heard about this, about you know these people smuggling and taking all this money out of Ukraine and money laundering and uh, fraud and money laundering mm-hmm. and who they were investigating and calling out these two guys were Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the reason why. That's the reason why the, the Biden administration pushed Putin into that corner to where he had to come out and do something, like Virgil was saying on the show. They were making Putin look weak, and, you know, Russians don't like to look weak. So naturally, they're going to come. He came out frightened because he had no other choice. But he's doing it in a kind of a smart way. Yeah. If you, if you so see they're the trying to make it look like – they're trying to make it like, oh, you know, we're like Ukraine, Ukraine. And then freaking uh, – like I feel like I've been raped or something, violated the way – the only people we get trust on search engine was go, uh, Duck to Go, and now they, they're they saying they're going to mm-hmm. take out Russian disinformation. Huh. 
Say some crap or mm-hmm. what? You know? They're gonna correct they're, men. They're, well, they're, when they're, people realize. I said this the other day on my show. When people realize that they've been deceived with all this and that Russia really wasn't a bad guy, they're gonna they're gonna be mighty angry at themselves. I mean, everybody. Got well, it's coming out. It's coming out. Like I said, there mm-hmm. was a, a really badass uh, – I thought it was badass. It was a badass uh, – I don't watch Fox News. Uh, I just don't. But on YouTube, I had ran across a clip of Tucker Carlson, and I watched it or on Rumble. I think it was on Rumble, and, um, and it was talking about how they had run across this story you know, from the QAnon people about these bio – that Russia was hitting these – Biolabs in Ukraine, and that they're like, we're not going to mm-hmm. publish some crazy QAnon stuff. And then they get confirmation, <laughs> and blah blah blah, and this and that. And then come to find out, they say, well, right. it is true, you know. And so it was right. the, like I said, the major screw show that came out with that, with the documents and all that stuff. Oh, that's funny. That's funny about that. And me, we were talking about that a couple months ago. Me and Russell, we talked about that on, on my show. And we're just like, we need to wait and not say anything about this until it's all confirmed. And so yesterday I told Roger, I go, ha, I told you. <laughs> and just got confirmed on the biolabs. You know, because we had, we had information. We had, we, uh, you know, putting it out there and everything and, and stuff. And it, it, it just blew Roger's mind, <laughs> you know. But he wasn't surprised. Blew my mind when I found out but, about him. See, we have always – a lot of the Anons had – they had uh, hypothesis, a theory, that they felt like mm-hmm. Putin and Xi were white hats. And I thought, well, that's mm-hmm. freaking ridiculous because you know, after all the research I did on China, I'm thinking they're the Satan themselves. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. Well, they are. Recently, I did find out uh, there are two factions in China, and one is like the mm-hmm. deep state – that is going uh, – that is against Xi, that she is against. And so he has been trying to take out this inner circle inside of there that's kind of like our deep state, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. – and I've always had a good feeling about – I've always had a good feeling about Putin. I don't know why, but I guess because I, I felt like he was a Christian, and I've never seen – he always seems like he's mm-hmm. pretty cool dude. Like I never see him really being messy, or mm-hmm. he's like the only one honest. Well, and, you know, it's all crazy I shit. I thought we said – just like we said on the show, you know, Putin is buddies with China, but there's a reason why he's buddies with China. You got to keep your enemies close to you, make them your friends in order to get what you want. And that's exactly what he's doing. Guarantee it. Well, I mean, it, gonna, it behooves Russia. It behooves Russia uh-huh. to get along with China. It, it behooves Russia and it behooves China since they have so many – they have so many miles of shared border that are more than so many countries mm-hmm. added together. And like people don't even understand that how vast uh, uh, that is, you know, that they share these huge amounts right. of borders together, you know. And so right. you know, having peace between China and Russia is a really good thing for Asia and you know, and stuff because you mm-hmm. know that, that would be a bad war with them being around right the border of each other, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, Putin don't want Ukraine and the United States close to the border because of the chemicals, because of the biolab chemical chemistry and everything that they're using there. And, you know, I wouldn't want something like that close to my border either. 
I mean, they're talking about yeah. like they were going to let go of like tons of insects, you know? It was like, oh, yeah. It's bioweapons. Well, if you notice, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of the so called new virus were coming out of Ukraine. Some were coming out of Africa, but mostly coming out of Ukraine. Oh, we got a new virus here in Ukraine. We're keeping a close eye on it. And poof, here we, you know, there, there was Omicron. And well, now, I, you know, honestly, I, I haven't even really listened to a lot of stuff because I'm pretty selective mm-hmm. about who I listen to. And so I don't let any kind of mm-hmm. I try to let any, any kind of propaganda really get to me. So we don't watch any news, right? And we don't have cable, and so I'm very selective about you know exactly any kind of video or, right. or broadcasting who I watch it from or whatnot right. because I I don't you know I, don't, I like to be awake you know I don't want to be right. <laughs> brainwashed right <laughs> right and that's how that's how I am I don't I don't watch Fox News or anything like that and it's just like. Like Virgil says, you know, and I was trained to think this way is that always look, look, look to see where the real, the real story is. You know, I look to, to see what the real, actual reason is behind everything, and you know, we just sit back and just kind of study it and stuff. You know, then we're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, and, and stuff like that too. And, but everybody's always yeah. accusing me. You're watching Fox News. I'm like, I do not watch that crap. I don't watch news. <laughs> Listen, I want to read you this real quick. This is important. I want to read this real quick. It says, document drop on U.S. funded document drop on U.S. funded Ukraine bio labs. Russia accuses U.S. government of making race based bio agents transporting insects and bats from lab. Documents have dropped that support Russia's claim that the United States government is funding biolabs in Ukraine to create bioagents that can target certain ethnic groups. In other words, the U.S. regime of sleepy Joe Biden has been overseeing a bioweapons factory to carry out ethnic genocide. The newly dropped documents uh-huh. show agents of the United States Department of Agriculture and Centers for Disease Control and Prevention involved in the Ukraine biolabs. At first, we reported uh-huh. – the at National File Archive, U.S. government records show that the United States Department of Defense has long been funding biolabs in Ukraine and elsewhere and Eastern Europe, and the Department of Defense has also used the Air Force and the basin, get this, right down the road from me, San Antonio, Texas, to study the human tissue and RNA material of Caucasian Russians. Now, the Ukraine mm-hmm. government is reportedly destroying some of this biolab material as Russia supports the pro-Russian separatists in the Donbas region of eastern Ukraine, which has been at war against Ukraine since at least 2014. The Russians stated that mm-hmm. the Pentagon is also interested in insect investors of dangerous infections. The analysis of documents confirms the transfer of more than 140 containers with ectoparasites of bats, fleas, and ticks from the biological laboratory in Kharkov, how do you say Kharkov, abroad? (laughs) That's crazy, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And if you remember Bill Gates, you know. All right. And if you remember, Bill Gates stated not too long ago that the next pandemic could be so much worse than this one. 
So how does he know all this stuff? Ahead of time. That's crazy. It's just like these people are you know, just, you know. Right. Well, they're trying to sell off the population. We know that. And it's all about control, you know, and everything. And, again, this goes back to the abortion, killing children, babies and everything, so they can research this stuff, use their organs or their, their fetus or whatever they can get, and they research in the laboratories with this stuff. That has already been proven. With Fauci, with Fauci funding this, he was actually funding researching orphans, orphanage children in his research for this stuff. Everyone knows now that America is behind all this crap, you know, these dirty bastards. But I mm-hmm. hope we don't go down because of these dirty deep state fuckers, you know. But just because we're the good guys, that doesn't mean that. The world sees us as the good guys, you know, because of these people, you know, they're so evil, right? And, you know, they're just really evil. Right. I mean, they're, they're desperate, and then a lot of people are probably going to get hurt before this is over with, but hopefully right. these people are going to go down. I pray to God I'm right. This is just one time for the sake of the world that I pray to God that this is a plan, that Trump's coming back, that everything's going to be fixed. We're having, like, world mm-hmm. peace. Yes, I was in beauty pageants. I want world peace, and it is true. I love world peace. And I hope mm-hmm. to God I'm right this time and that everybody else that says that we're in Revelation in the end times is wrong because I do not want to be in the end times right now. Do you? That's not cool to me, you know? That is not cool to me. I know, but I have to think back and look. We are living, but we're not in the last last parts of it. We're in the beginning of it, I believe, you know? We're in the beginning of, of Revelations, the tribulations that we're seeing before us. Before the yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of feel like we got a little bit more time, you know, because I'm kind of, I kind of lean more towards, I kind of, I kind of lean more towards post shifts, and that we probably have like, I don't know, I'm guessing around twelve thousand, about twelve thousand no, years. I lean towards post shifts, and that there's new civilizations mm-hmm. each time. We're always finding the remnants of the rockets that has lasted. You know, I am a Christian. Right. I just believe there were other civilization, civilizations prior to Adam and Eve. Well, you know, you look based deeper on in, if you look, evidence, you know. If everybody was to look deeper, look, look towards Israel and the temple. You know, when they were building a new temple and they were thinking, well, once that temple is totally complete and maybe halfway completed now, and once that new temple is totally complete, that's when everything's going to happen. You know, uh, thing that uh, Israel isn't ba- is, isn't attacking Russia. They no, they but you got to keep your eye. They're not going to, but but you got to keep your eye on Iran because Iran is positioning themselves into their Israeli borders. Yeah. Well, the well listen, we've got about. Off we could get into Israel all night long because I love to talk about it. But right, right, uh, right. It's going to be like a whole other show or two or three, you know. Once we get started down those rabbit holes, you know how that goes. So, all right. Well, <laughs> my my bestie, my best friend, I love you. <laughs> love you, too. I'm and glad you had me on here. And I actually enjoyed that. I enjoyed that talk. I had fun. <laughs> 
I do. I just like to be – I like to have something I want to talk about. I don't like to just come on here and read headlines. But some of the headlines that I found mm-hmm. on this – that I used for this episode were very interesting. You know, so I had – Yes, they were. Cover tonight. So I thought this was a very I good show. And I'm pretty, it's very informative when you're here, and I really appreciate it. And then we need to update and find out what happened when they went to court over this, Where's what's going on, you know. But the one that right. is it is the one tomorrow, I think they said and I and when I was reading that clip it said uh they go to court tomorrow, I believe. And then uh get on the fifteenth. Right. So yeah, we need to everybody needs to go to our page on blogtalkradio.com dot com slash WWG1WGA, which is an acronym for where we go when we go all, in case you forget my URL. Where we go when we go all just mm-hmm. the acronym. Right. WWG one WGA. BlogTalkRadio.com slash WWG1WGA. You can no longer find me on Facebook because they took my Facebook yesterday with no explanation whatsoever. Just took it. That was it. Banned for life, they said. And I don't know why, but it may be because of my Disney video, which you can find on Wolfpack, P-A-Q, Radio, um, YouTube, which is – I guess I should have a different name for it, but it's my conspiracy and uh, my Anon videos. Do they take your backup accounts off too, or? Yeah, every one of them. Did she have? Even wow. Even my wow. dog, Ivanka Melania Trump Kellen's uh, page. She had ninety followers. Oh. They took my web. Yeah, they oh, took wow. my personal website, my public figure, and you know I used to be like famous for they killed me on that yeah. account, you know. And then Twitter, <laughs> right? Rimo, Patreon, PayPal. I mean, they they like GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've uh, I've I've been canceled, you know. But you know they had a dedicated mm-hmm. web little Facebook page dedicated to these people they targeted and I was I was out there. So they would always post my post and wow. plan how they were gonna go in and turn me in and blah blah blah. Someone infiltrated the group and uh that's how they do. They pick patriots, they put them in this group and they have these planned attacks and go yeah. out get them banned, you know. So anyways we have about yeah. two seconds left. So I guess we All are right. going to close out and I'm gonna have to I was going to play a song before we left, but my uh, for some reason my songs aren't showing. <laughs> so thank well, you so I much again for coming uh, back again. Oh, and y'all can find you know, me on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, and that is Wolf Pack and Pack is spelled P A Q Radio. And we're also I'm also with uh, either Hurricane Ann or Wolf Pack Radio on Gab Rumble. And uh, BitChute, and uh, we'll be on Trump Social as Hurricane Ann and Wolfpack Radio. So, uh, y'all, come find us and give them your link real quick. Hurry, we only got 42 seconds. Yeah, you can find me too on iHeartRadio, uh, Wilderness Freedom Radio, on all the podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podchaser, all of them. And you can also find me on TikTok at Wilderness Freedom Radio. So, uh, Anyway, uh, we we are on a small break, but we'll be all right. Well, good night, everybody. And Ann, God bless. Good night to you. Love you all. Tell everybody else to hi. Give my best be a hug for me. I love you all too. (laughs) Hurricane Ann, I'm out. Good night.